Hey guys, uh, welcome back to our channel. You have reached Rowena Francis, and today you got the host of Just Brian Francis. Uh, good old uh, Rowena is nowhere to be found tonight, but that's okay because we got a special guest speaker with us tonight. We got Apostle Richard Shimatero who's going to be joining us this evening. We are going to have a conversation tonight. You know, there's many exciting things that are happening in the world today, uh, and with all of that different excitement that's happening, the the world is progressing on the end times timeline. And so uh, we, we know that we have an expert amongst us with Apostle Pastor Rick. And so we're going to bring him into the conversation tonight. Uh, how you doing out there, uh, Pastor Rick? Hey, Brian, Sherry Ann, Larry, it's great to be with you all and all the listening audience. Very excited about the topic we're talking about tonight. That's right. So tonight, one of the things that we wanted to bring out is we were talking about all the Pastor Rick and myself. We've been having all these conversations about rain. Uh, rain has been happening. He was talking about, you know, the times of Noah and how, you know, all the rains that had came during that period of time. But also there's a lot of significance that's happening, uh, happening with rain in these latter days. And we want to specifically talk about a little bit how rain and things that are going on, there's a parallel that happens between the church world and the nation of Israel. Isn't that correct, Pastor Rick? Yes, the two work hand in hand. We can see that the gospel was given to the Jew first and then to the Gentile. So whatever is happening in Israel, it's going to have a direct relationship here with the body of Christ, the church around the globe. Absolutely. So one of the things that, uh, you know, we've been discussing a little bit uh, amongst ourselves lately is um, about some of the rains that have been happening in Israel and how that is having an impact specifically on that nation. Can you bring us up to speed on even how some of these things have been referenced within the Bible? Yeah, I've been over there for uh, numerous years, 20 trips I've made to the Holy Land. And uh, for the last 20, almost 20 years, there's been incredible drought that has hit the land of Israel. Lake Genesaret, as we would know as the Sea of Galilee, the levels were so far down. I mean, just meter after meter every year it was going down. And something significant has been happening since the spring of this year that they call the early rains and then the latter rains, which comes at this time of the year from November in December. I'm going to read just a few headlines of things so you can know what's going on. The wettest November. Wettest November. This is in the Israeli papers all across the land. Since 1994, causes flood damage in the coastal cities. I mean, this is the headlines of what is happening over there. Heavy mm -hmm. rains batter central Israel, cause flooding in cities and highways. Uh, sea of Galilee, the water levels at 27-year high for early September. I mean, this is just unprecedented. This is unparalleled what we're seeing that's going on there. But many of our so Pastor Rick, yeah, you go ahead. Let me just jump in here real quick. So you were talking about um, the early rains and the latter rains initially, as we had brought uh, started speaking on this topic, and then you you were bringing up a little bit about September and November. So what is the difference between the early rains and the latter rains? The early rains are a little bit lighter rains. They're not the real heavy downpours that we would know as the latter rains. The latter rains is a little extended season, a little longer, but they're heavier rains. There's times where there's torrential downpours that come in. So when the prophet Joel prophesied about this in his 
uh, in his book, in the book of Joel, that Peter on the day of Pentecost spoke about the early rains and the latter rains. When he spoke about this here, he was speaking about Pentecost was a part of the early rain. But there's going to okay. be a lat but there's going to be a latter rain of the spirit that's going to be poured out also. And I believe okay. that from last Pentecost that we had in 2020 in isolation in lockdown I believe that something very significant was released in the spirit realm that is going to manifest itself incredibly over this next years in the natural realm that we live in. Yes. So what, what you're referencing is, is that we had heard quite a bit about the original day of Pentecost, which is when the Holy Spirit came right after the, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, where the apostles and the disciples were all together in the upper room. That was the first Pentecost. And then, and then there was a lot of uh, commotion going on last year, yes, in 2020, about another literal Pentecost that was upon us. And, and so, yes, that, we believe that that was a, a great release of the Holy Spirit into the earth. So how is that kind of now affecting things? Well, what I'm seeing over here is whenever there's rain in this type of magnitude, in this type of abundance, it's usually paralleled with the blessing and the favor of God. In other words, on God's agenda, there's something good, there's something huge, there's something big that he wants to accomplish. As a matter of fact, in Deuteronomy, you can read it, the first 15 verses of chapter 28, it speaks about blessed in the storehouse, blessed in the field. It speaks about all the blessing of God. In verse 12, it says, the Lord will open to you his good treasure, the heavens to give you the rain to your land in its season and to bless all the work of your hand. You shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. So when the writer is speaking of this here, the rains that he's talking about are a blessing. They're good. They sow fertility. They break up the ground. They're necessary. Drought is the opposite of that. And Israel had been in a drought for some 20-some years. Even to a great extent, uh, the church world has not seen the miraculous that we saw on the first Pentecost. We haven't seen it. The second Pentecost happened in 1907 in Azusa, the Azusa Street Mission, where God poured out his spirit. And at that time in history, there was only a handful of believers who had been baptized with the Holy Ghost. Today, we got over 650 million of us that are on the planet that are baptized with the Holy Ghost, fulfilling the prophetic word that Joel spoke about over 2,600 years ago. So we've been seeing, I said, the, the church world now is starting to see the pouring out of the Holy Spirit, which is also a representation from what you're saying uh, of the latter rains that are upon the earth and specifically even upon the church world. Yes. Yep. We're definitely yes. living in the time what we would call the latter rain. See, before the Son of God, I believe this with everything in me. Jesus said for, it said in Hebrews, it said, for those that look for him, he will appear the second time. I believe very, very strongly, and I'm not here tonight to teach on the doctrine, if you want to term it up, the second coming, but the signposts are all being manifest before our very eyes of the return of the Lord, of the Lord Jesus Christ. When Jerusalem, Zechariah spoke about, became the capital uh, in 2018, this is unparalleled. This is unprecedented. 
And now we see the peace covenant, which we're going to do another program on in a short while, happening right before our very eyes today. This is the fulfillment. This is the beginning of the end, if you want to term it as such. Okay, so I want to jump back into something that you were referring to right away you, um, regarding the Sea of Galilee and how Israel's been in a drought. I know myself, I even had a chance to go over to Israel a couple of years ago. And uh, yes, we were on the Sea of Galilee. We got to see where they were at some of the lower points right then. But also, as the Sea of Galilee was hitting its low points, we've also been hearing a lot about the Dead Sea. And the Dead Sea, I remember they were saying, at one point, it was, it's, by the way, it's the, very, it's the lowest point on the earth, from what I understand, at, at 1,300 meters below sea level. And now Correct. that it's, it's been because of such grout, uh, drought in, in these latter times that it actually has went down to 1,400 meters below sea level. And there's been all kinds. It's been drying up. Um, it's been, you know, filling, you know, sinkholes everywhere. But with this change of pace that's been happening with the Sea of Galilee, now with the latter rain, the early rains and the latter rains all year, how are the two of these connected? Because there's certainly a connection between the two. Yeah, many aren't aware of this here. The Sea of Galilee is in the north. The Dead Sea is in the south part of Israel there, okay? It's by En Gedi, that area there. Right across, if you want to talk, you can see a rock over there. You can see Jordan. It's all very close. So where this is what's very, very interesting Four years ago, when Kathy and I, we went to Israel, and I think, Brian, you might have been with us on that trip, we went to the uh, baptismal site in the land of Jordan. And all it was was basically a little creek, okay, a little creek, like maybe mm -hmm. 10, 12, 10, 12 feet wide, okay? And on the one side, there was some of the Israeli military, and on the other side was some of the Jordanian military, and they excavated mm -hmm. a yeah, they excavated a Byzantine site, a church that they found on this here area. And they believed that this was the place where John the Baptist did his baptisms over here. Okay? Okay. Now, you fast, you fast forward now 2,000 years ago, there was nothing there. Well, just this year when I went back there again, the, the rains had come so heavy that that area was no longer a little creek. It was like rushing water. It was filled up, and on the Israeli side, they actually put a baptismal site where they're baptizing pilgrims that are coming in for the land on the other side of Jordan there. And it's right wow. there where, where John was, and I believe that's where the Son of God was baptized because he went to the very lowest, and he identified with lost mankind in baptism, but he was raised to the very, very highest, and it's right over there. The rains are coming down. Rains are always a spiritual significance of the blessing, of the favor, and the prosperity of God, and I believe now that the rains are coming down to bring in the final harvest that Revelations chapter 7 speaks about, that he saw a great multitude out of every nation, kindred, ethnic 
windows group in tongue standing before the throne of grace. I believe the harvest that Jesus spoke about, this gospel, this good news of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world and then the end will come. So this rain is not just given to bring the harvest in. It's given to restore. It's given to bless. It's bringing, it's bringing uh, the lost back home. It's bringing those that have been disconnected back home. It's bringing those that have been broken back to the place of wholeness again and productivity. I believe we're living in an incredible day, and I believe that God has saved the best to last, and you and I are going to be a part of this. What a day to be alive. I believe that's excellent. And uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry, but I want to I touch base with something that you're, you're bringing out just so some of our viewers can get a, a picture of this. You know, as he's talking about even the Jordan River where, where Jesus got baptized and the connection of all the water that's flowing in, one thing that people need to know from a geographical perspective, as Pastor Rick was mentioning, is that the Sea of Galilee is in the northern portion of the region. Right. And what happens is, is that the water on the south side of the, of the Sea of Galilee actually flows into what we call the Jordan River. And so as the Sea of Galilee opens up, right, and fills up, it then flows out of the Jordan River into the Dead Sea. And so I believe, Pastor Rick, one of the things that is happening with the Sea of Galilee this year is they actually have had dams that because of the water levels being so high in the particular region that they were going to be opening up the dams possibly that's been in the conversation and this is kind of um I guess it's something that's very significant because as that opens up, you're going to have the feeder more into the Jordan River, which is also something significant about bringing life back to the Dead Sea. You want to elaborate on that? I sure do. You know, on the uh, what Brian's talking about is the levels are high. They're like only several meters away from the highest part of the dam. And when it hits that area, that dam has got to open up and it's going to go right into the tributary of the Jordan into the Dead Sea with the water from the fresh water from the lake, the Sea of Galilee. And the reason why, if they don't open up that dam, then all those communities around would be flooded. They would be underground, just as we saw over in Missouri this last year on the Mississippi when it crested and it went over. Well, in the same respect, it would flood. But this is what's amazing. NASA on. You can go online and type this in. NASA actually showed what's going on from the tributary of the Jordan into the Dead Sea, and they picked it up, the water tables, and they had it green on the map that I was watching, and it's green all the way down into the Dead Sea. And what's happening all around the Dead Sea, for years, the water was residing more and more and more, as Brian said, almost a 1,000 feet down. But here's what's happening now. It's going up, and there's sinkholes all over that are coming, which are freshwater springs springs from underground and they have living organisms in them they actually have fish they have other living creatures inside these sinkholes all over the sea the dead sea that they said would never live amazingly the prophet ezekiel saw 2600 years ago about fishermen in abundance all around the dead sea we're living in yes. the fulfillment we're living in the time of the fulfillment of the words of the prophets from many many years ago today how how exciting so is that? Yeah. So that's found in Ezekiel 37, which talks about how the 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 Dead Sea is actually going to be, become fresh waters again. And so that's actually 47. 
47. 47. Ezekiel 47. And it talks about how the Dead Sea is going to, um, you know, become fresh waters again because of the fresh inflow. And so that is something that you're seeing um, right now, which is very, very significant, is, is that there's life that is starting to you know, show up in these sinkholes. And, and for what I understand is, is that there's a fresh water stream that's going to, is coming now in from the Jordan river. And there's also fresh springs that are below the dead sea that are both going to, are, are kind of working together. And eventually what's going to happen is, is that the entire dead sea is going to become a fresh water location where, you know, there's going to be fishing and other things in abundance. And this is very significant to me, I believe, because it really represents a lot of what we see in different representations of the Bible about God's resurrection power and about how he yeah. brings back to life the dead things. Yes, he does. And that's exactly, Brian, what is going on right now. When you get a chance, read through Ezekiel 47, read the verses 8 to 12, and it'll just be It would just blow you away to see what God is doing in keeping his promises and keeping his word. But I want to just speak to those today that maybe your marriage has been dead. God's bringing life back into it again. To those that have lost kids to drugs, those that have lost kids to the world, they've gone that way. I believe in this harvest that God is bringing to the planet today. There's going to be persecution. There's going to be challenges. There's going to be difficult. The voices of martyrs have told us today. They've told us that there are more people that have died in this time frame of history than in the last 2,000 years. We're seeing this Mm -hmm. happen in nations, but we're also seeing the greatest outpouring of the Holy Ghost that ever could come. The Bible says they'll call good evil and evil good. We're living in the fulfillment of that. But this is God's time for the body of Christ to look up and know that our redemption draws nigh, that the harvest is there. It's going to be reaped and brought in, and then the end's going to come. Then the new heavens and the new earth is going to come down from glory. Hallelujah. Well, thank you, Pastor Rick, for that uh, insight at this moment. And just to wrap up, you know, what we've been, what he's been communicating today is about the freshness of the latter rains. Not only is it a fresh water that's coming into our lives, but it brings life. In the Word of God, it talks about Jesus himself. He says that I am the way, the truth, and the life. And not only is he pointed, he is the connection point between us and God the Father, but he is also truth. And he is the one who is bringing forth the resurrection. And I just love the fact that life is returning to the Dead Sea over in Israel. And I believe that life is returning to the church as the Holy Spirit is poured out in these latter days. And so we just want to thank you guys for joining in and listening with us tonight. And uh, we just appreciate you guys. And you just want to leave you with the blessing of Jehovah Jireh. He is our provider. And uh, you guys have a great time. And we will see and talk to you guys again soon.